Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Leader Solutions and Decision Support Series uh, podcast series. Uh, my name is Danny Lupo. I'm a program specialist with uh, LSDS. And today I'm going to be talking with Stacy Mondock, uh, who is our collegiate travel program lead and also our research and development uh, lead. So Stacy, if you want to uh, introduce yourself real quick, and then we'll we'll get started on our uh, topic today, which is hurricane preparedness. Awesome. Thank you so much, Danny. Yes, I'm Stacy Mandak. I am currently down in uh, Puerto Rico, so married to the military, and this is where it has us. So this is a, a, a topic I have to pay attention to myself personally quite a bit, um, and that we've done a lot of work with helping people get prepared for this season over the years with LSDS too. So it's, it's going to be a fun one to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think it's important just to, you know, to really go over something like this, because I think a lot of people don't, um, especially if you're outside of these areas, you know, so for me personally, moving from the Midwest uh, out here to North Carolina, I had no concept of uh, of hurricanes until I got here. And within two months of living here, uh, Hurricane Florence hit. <laughs> and that was a huge wow. learning curve for me coming from, you know, mostly tornado type uh, activity where I used to live to uh, hurricanes that I didn't realize came that far inland and really affected you in the way they did. So, um, so learning everything that I've learned in the last, you know, three or four years from that has been, uh, really important to myself and my family for being prepared. Um, so most, you know, and I don't, uh, most people who are in these zones know that, you know, the hurricane season starts in the, in the Northwest May 15th. Um, and then, Mm-hmm. On the East Coast in the Atlantic area, it's uh, June first, and it, and both of them run till around November thirtieth. So a pretty pretty long season to be prepared for, uh, as well. So uh, so as we get into this, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, as as we're thinking about hurricane season, when should a person, a family, or even a business begin to think about preparing for hurricane season? Especially considering, uh, you know, that we we hear about this with technology and the news and you know the advances that we have so far ahead of time as they're forming, you know, way out into the the Pacific or the Atlantic. That's a really good question. So we know when hurricane season starts, it doesn't mean that hurricanes are going to be showing up on that date, right? And like you said, we've got plenty of heads up for these big storms to see and to see how big they are um, with all the technology we have today. The thing is, like being prepared ahead of time, though, before hurricane season even begins, you should have so much in place already. Because once the panic buying kicks in and everyone's looking for the same types of supplies at the same time, that's when you can run into problems finding what you might need. And it might be some critical items, too. Um, So we always recommend people start before the season actually starts. Go over all your stuff. You might have things from last year. Check it you know, expiration dates, make sure you have all the supplies you need in place, start that planning well ahead of time. So you don't miss out on things you may need um, when everyone else is trying to look for the same stuff. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point. You know, going again, back to my first experience with uh, my first hurricane here, Hurricane Florence, um, I was behind the power curve, not knowing the impact, uh, especially this far inland, you know, I'm a couple hours inland from the coast. Um, and so gathering, and I was, we were renting at the time as we were building a house. So I didn't have access to a lot of the normal supplies that I have on hand for things like this. And, uh, 
so trying to get a hold of things last minute was very difficult um, to, you know, locate a generator to acquire fuel cans. It was a constant struggle to find those things just to make sure that we were even just a little bit prepared for for what was coming uh, because most of our preparedness stuff was was in storage as we were uh, building our home. So, um, yeah, it's it's like you said, it's a, I think it's a year round thing, um, a maintenance thing and a constant review and of, of what you have and what you need um, for and as you're going into that season to make sure you're fully prepared. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Good that you had that experience to share it, though. Too, <laughs> it, it was it was pretty uh, pretty amazing the stuff that we learned, um, you know, just just from that first hurricane. Um, so so with the uh, the thought that you know alerts and evacuation prep- preparation are part of the the process, uh, how can how can LSDS specifically um, assist people or businesses with preparing to evacuate uh, one's home? Or property, or even you know, if they have to shelter in place. I mean, really, those are your two courses of action: is to, you know, evacuate or stay where you are, depending on the situation. Right. We always we really like to do things this way, so we can put things out that are in general. But we like to do like an in-person kind of intake call with folks because everyone has a unique situation, right? Not only from where you're at, like you're inland quite a bit, but storms can still affect you there. But someone who's directly on the coast, that's going to be a much different. Um, reaction time that they need to have to a large storm, right? So speaking to people in person, we love to do these intake calls. We can get all the information on the size of your family, what pets you have, where is your home located, um, all that sort of stuff. And we'll take a look at that and kind of do an assessment of like your whole situation. Where are the closest evacuation routes? Those are all listed on um, government websites by state usually. Um, How are you going to get there? Having more than one route is always a great idea. Um, is it likely you're going to have to evacuate or more likely that you're going to shelter in place? And then from there, preparing you for different courses of action. Um, we can send you checklists of things you should have on hand, what to do, kind of a flow chart almost of what to do in each situation, depending on who you have in your home too. If you have a, I mean, there's lots of factors that are going to go into that. If you have someone in the house that might have a high risk health situation is going to be different than someone where everyone could easily hunker down for a week, let's say with no electricity. Right. So we'll factor all those in individually and we can deliver to someone specifically for them what they need to do or what our recommendations would be. Yeah. That's really fantastic. Um, that, you know, you're offering a really personalized, uh, service to businesses or even families or even individuals, based on their needs, uh, specifically curtailed to them, where they li- live, um, their specific situation. I think that's uh, really gives people a great peace of mind um, rather than a one size fits all kind of thing that you would, you know, just get off the internet and things like that. This is a really personalized service and you're, you know, doing this with a person with experience. So uh, that, that's fantastic. Um, so I also understand that, you know, LSDS uh, builds, egress bags for situations like this, for a variety of situations so that, and this can also be uh, tailored to um, you know, emergency uh, preparedness or inclement weather situations like this. So um, if someone wanted to build their own bag, where would they start? And, and what are some of the must haves in the way of gear that you would recommend for, uh, for specifically for an egress bag, really, um, for something like this, for a hurricane? 
Right. So this is that we've done this before too, where we, we will build bags for people as well. We always do that intake call first to find out exactly what they need, um, taking all their considerations, where they're living, where they need to get to. Um, we usually aim to have about three days supply in an egress bag for a single person. Um, we've done this too across for families, like a family with three small children, two dogs, we've covered them all. Right. Um, but Three-day supply for everyone involved is our goal. Um, and we've had people, too, who had, like, they were like, I think I've got a lot of these things around the house. So we can also do that intake call. We have our recommendations, the bag we would build, and we can turn that into a checklist. Give that to them and be like, here's what we would recommend that you have in your bag. You need to cover the basics. Being able to have drinkable water is a high priority. Um, we've got a bunch of items in there um, to help you survive, all that sort of stuff, medical supplies, um, a little bit beyond basics that you're going to find in that like first aid kit you get in the grocery store, right? Where it can address some like more serious situations. If someone has like a very serious injury, we'll make sure that stuff is in there too. Um, but we'll give them this checklist and that way they can go over what they have already, and then we can help supplement that too. If they need help with ordering other things to get it, the complete bag in there for them, we are absolutely here to help do that as well. That's great. Yeah, very, very critical uh, because when, you know, when you have to go, you have to go. And I think that's the, the you know, the idea behind an egress bag like that is that it's it's set and you grab it and it's, it's you know, there's no packing at the last minute. It's something you pick up, you get in your car and um, mm-hmm. and you get out of there. So um so that's that's fantastic you know really curtailing the the needs of the person everything's in that bag that peace of mind that you know they pick that thing up and everything they have in there uh is there and uh and they're able to just take it and go and everything else is kind of you know external to what they need at the moment so that's a that's a great uh, great service there um so let me ask you when you're when you're thinking about evacuating what information resources uh, should should be pre-positioned, you know, along with this bag or in place to take with you as we get into hurricane season? You know, what's kind of like a standard thing that we should just really be ready to go with? Evacuating is hard, right? Because you've got to leave your house. And I know that's a very hard personal decision to do. Having your egress bag, it should be all set, ready to go with everything you need. Um, and on top of that, like we also include in our checklists too, things that we can't put in the bag for you. Um, You should be able to have all your insurance information, any doctor, medical sort of information, all that needs to be put in something that's waterproof. That can be as easy as a Ziploc bag. You can also find some fancier stuff that's going to keep all your important documents waterproof. Um, should be ready to go, easy to grab for you to take with you. We, we're so used to having everything digital or being accessible that way. You can save stuff taking pictures of it on your phone, but if you don't, you might not have access to that, <laughs> depending on how long the power is out. If you've had your phone charged yeah. properly before storms hit, right? So having the hard copies of everything as well important phone numbers, all that sort of stuff. Even people that you might need to call. I don't have all my family's phone numbers memorized, right? I don't know who does that anymore. It's on my phone, right? I don't need to write all that stuff down. So you've got it. So in case you need to borrow someone else's phone to contact and let them know that you're okay, you can do that. Um, 
Yeah, so yeah that's, we have to talk about all that information too. Yeah, we don't really think about those things. So imagine if you did not have access to electricity, your phone, your phone especially. We lean so hard on those. What do you need off of there to have in hand to be able to still communicate with people? So, yeah, that that's that's really a great uh, piece of information there that you know uh, that even I haven't thought about completely is, you know, we're so, we're so tethered to this digital uh, age that we live in right now. And uh, these supercomputers that we have in our pockets that, you know, contain a wealth of information, but um, how vulnerable we are when (laughs) we don't have that piece of information uh, with us. Uh, I'm the same way. I I maybe know, you know, a couple phone numbers off the top of my head, but uh, anything else outside of that, you know, I'm, I'm really at a loss for. So that's a great, Great piece of advice of, you know, going from that digital to more of an analog format with important things like that, like emergency phone numbers, family phone numbers, especially family that you're going to want to keep in touch with and let them know that you're safe in some way um, to be able to reach out, whether it's email, uh, a phone call or any method that you can to get in touch with people and just let them know, hey, we're good. This is where we are. Um, and yep. to, be able to uh, stay in contact that way for, for peace of mind for you and your family, but uh, your extended family as well that are thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if a family member is in a high risk location, um, you know, kind of reverse roles here, uh, what do you recommend for maintaining situa- situational awareness uh, on others, on your, on your family or friends? Uh, that are in the path of a hurricane and, and you're outside of it. Getting in contact before and having a plan ahead of time. If asking what they're going to do, what their plan is, it's always a good idea to share that plan too. So someone has some idea of where that family, family member is planning on evacuating to. So you have some general idea of where to look in case you lose contact with them. Okay. They told me they were going to head here and this was their plan and they're heading should be here by such and such a day, right? Obviously, depending on the size of the storm, they could have to deal with a lot of traffic if a lot of people are trying to get out of there, um, that sort of thing. But sharing your plans of evacuation, if that's what you have to do ahead of time, is a fantastic idea. Also, if you're going to shelter in place, if, if, the, if that's your option and you don't have to evacuate, let people know that too. It could be that power goes out and you aren't able to communicate, but if you aren't planning on leaving, let them know what that plan is too. Okay, we're planning on staying here. If things get super bad, this is the location we will be heading to and try to contact you from there. No, that's that's really great information. Um, yeah, and I think at the heart of it is, you know, kind of what you were touching on several times was, was really just planning, um, having a, mm-hmm. a plan and maybe not just one plan, but like you said, multiple plans, you know, a plan to shelter in place and, you know, a contingency plan in case you have to evacuate uh, because, we never know how these storms are, are going to turn out, you know, in, in the case of Florence, I mean, it was a category four before it hit landfall, went down to, I think it went down to a tropical storm a couple days before, and then it ramped back up to a category one. So, um, you know, it's, there's no way to predict weather and what it's going to do and when. So having multiple right. plans in place, like you said, I think is, is key, uh, making sure that you, you know, like we've touched on, in this podcast here, you know, rehearse our plan. We, we dust it off. Um, you know, we're, we're doing maintenance year round really, cause there's so much to do when you think about all the stuff that you have to plan for, um, you know, when we're talking about preparedness, but, um, you know, we're dusting it off and we're going back over it with the family, not only our immediate family, but our extended family. 
uh, the plan, making sure everyone's still on the same page because, you know, six months, a year go by. Um, it's easy to forget the the details of things like that and uh, and make sure everybody's in the loop. And then, you know, really just getting prepared to execute your plan. So, you know, really great, great points um, to touch on. And I think, you know, the other thing, too, is there, there's a lot of resources out there um, for people to, you know, tap into government-wise, FEMA, CDC, you know, NOAA, Red Cross, all that. Uh, mm-hmm. That can also assist immediately in the area. They're always going to be there. Um, lots of apps out there, too. So um, it, I think it's you have to really have a good blend of, of uh, you know, analog type stuff, you know, things that you need to take with you, but also um, some advanced, you know, techniques and apps and things like that to uh, really kind of make your your whole system work well. Absolutely. And we're always here, too, to take a look at things, too. Some people come very prepared and like, hey, will you just look this over and make sure I don't have any huge holes in my plan, all that sort of stuff. Um, we love to do that thing, that sort of thing. So we get everyone from the prepared to like, hey, please check this for us to the, I have nothing, do it all for me. So we are, yeah. we will cover all of that everywhere in between there. We love to help out with this stuff. Um, and we've got a whole team of people to do it too. So it's a, and we enjoy it. It's fun. So yeah, it's absolutely. Fun. Yeah. Putting it all together and, and making it a, just a perfect package for the, for the person is really yeah. what we do best over here at, uh, on the risk mitigation side and LSDS. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, fantastic. Um, any, anything I forgot or left out um, or anything else you wanted to cover? I don't think so. I think that covered it pretty well. We've got a lot out there and um, yeah. Thank you, Danny, for sharing your experiences too. I think that's really important. It helps to have that uh, your actual experience with that from the past couple of years here. So. Yeah, you definitely, uh, <laughs> you, you learn a lot when uh, you're, <laughs> when you don't know a lot, uh, you're kind of forced to, uh, uh, learn, you know, adapter, adapter, yeah. you know, for lack of a better right. term, you know, you have to figure things out on the fly. And, and, uh, so, you know, then that's why I think, you know, this is an important podcast for people to, to hear is that we're here. So people don't really have to think through that as much. And we take our expertise, put it into action, let us work for you, let us make this a really easy process for you and, uh, you know, get the, get the whole thing and you know, give you that peace of mind that you need as you, you go into these situations. Um, that's what LSDS really excels at in this, in this area. So. Absolutely. And I know we're already in technically the hurricane season. Um, we don't have any huge storms on the radar yet. Thank goodness. But I know the busier part of the season is towards the end of the summer into fall. So right. there is still time to get prepared, um, get those checklists, get everything, make sure everything's covered and you've got what you need. So, um, yeah, there's still time to do that before panic buying hits and the shelves are empty. Absolutely. Well, folks, you heard it from the expert uh, from Stacy. If you uh, if you have a need for this, please reach out to the LSDS team at lsds.us. Uh, shoot us a message. We'll get in touch with you. And and like Stacy said, we'll do a, a workup that's personalized for you. Uh, that's going to get you through these tough situations, answer your questions, and get you ready for for any uh, you know anything that's going to come your way. Any needs that you have, uh, we're here for you. So. Thanks, Stacy, for your time today. Thank our audience for uh, for tuning in. We hope this was informative, and uh, everyone have a, a safe and happy summer. And we'll look forward to talking to you next time.